Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so before we bring in these five elements, let's just pause, take a moment to ground. Let's take a deep breath in, overhead, if you can, reaching the arms up. Exhale, bring your hands together at your heart. Go ahead and take two more, why not? Deep breath overhead. Open mouth, exhale, maybe with some sound. One more. Just kind of shaking out, grounding in. So I'm going to back this up. I'm going to back up if you're on the video because I want you to see our um, elements tonight. And you can see a little bit more of my um, little corner here, my little little filming space, which I'm really digging. And I'm just going to tilt this camera down. I think, yeah, I think that's going to be almost perfect. Let's get everything over here. I'm starting to get things a little bit more organized. All right. So we are going to talk about Capricorn energy, but first we are going to bring in our five elements tonight, as we always do. And I'm going to start with the element of Earth. Now, typically I bring in a few crystals that I suggest you work with. And tonight I'm suggesting that first off you work with crystal quartz. So very simple crystal, um, you know, doesn't, it's, it's not very expensive. It's usually pretty easy to find. Sometimes you can even go and dig them up for fun. I'm just gonna bring this closer to the camera so that you can see the energy. And this is a crystal quartz um, generator. It's got a nice point on it there that I can point towards you so you can really get that energy. Any type of crystal is pointed like this, it helps to direct and focus the energy. So I'll bring that to you. And I like using crystal quartz under a Capricorn moon because Capricorns are very practical and they tend to be realists. And 
sometimes they don't really believe in the woo or the magic or they kind of have to experience it themselves in order to believe it and and that's all earth signs, by the way. So um, if you're any earth sign, you kind of have to see it to believe it or feel it to believe it, like personally experience it to believe it. So crystal quartz is one of the basic um, quartz, or sorry, <clears throat> crystal quartz is one of the basic crystals that we can use in crystal healing. It's also a master crystal, so it's really great to take any negative energy away. It can help to charge you or any of your um, other crystals. And it's just a nice one to have on hand. Now, if you wanna go deeper with your crystal work, you could also use pyrite with this full Capricorn moon. And that's because pyrite is also known as fool's gold. And it's related to abundance in general. And also maybe helping us to see that abundance is more than just money. You know, we're fooling ourselves if we think that abundance is just money. But with that being said, Capricorn is an energy that tends to work with money really well. So again, working on a client today who was a Capricorn also deals with money. Um, I have another Capricorn client who works in a casino. So, you know, and both of them are in positions of power in their job. So if you need to really take control of your finances, if you feel like, you know, maybe you've lost power over your money or the growth of your money, or maybe you've lost power over like your um, positive money mindset, you might want to bring in a little bit of pyrite. I'm going to bring this up closer to you again if you're on the video, just so you can see it nice and sparkly. And I love pyrite, but it is a little bit uh, pricier as far as crystals go. And you don't want to mix this one with water, by the way, because it will give off a sulfuric um, gas and you don't want to have that. So keep it out of your water, but you can keep pyrite in your space or in your full moon rituals because it will help you to bring in more abundance and seeing that beyond the money as well. So finding stability in your finances, but also just feeling abundant in all forms and fashion. Okay, I also have a tray of seashells here. So we talk so much about crystals, but you know, common rocks, feathers, sticks, average everyday things from nature can be really magical. And I like to bring the, in the energy of seashells because that represents not only the ocean, but also Capricorn energy. So Capricorn is known as the sea goat or sometimes the mermaid or the merman. And we're also in the sun season of cancer, the sign of the crab, bringing in a lot of like salty, oceanic, almost stormy energy. So we can bring in just seashells as an oceanic aesthetic, but also to remind us to go more with the flow. You know, thinking about this sea goat or mermaid or merman related to Capricorn energy, it's an earth sign, but there's this earth, water, land, water with all of those labels. So anytime we combine earth and water, we can get mud and we can feel a little stuck or a little 
um, just kind of like that case of the blahs, not wanting to move forward. And we need to dilute that. We need to bring in more water or more fluidity, kind of be in more of a flow state so that we can be more open to possibility and what's to come, but also be in that flow state to easily release what's stuck so that we can move forward. So any sort of seashells you could bring into your circle as well. I mean, I have a whole bunch because I go to Florida all the time and I just collect tons of seashells while I'm there, while I'm looking um, down and going for my little meditative walk. So feel free to use seashells if you have those in your um, reach in, in your practice. Now, just for fun, because we are in a super moon, and I mentioned working with crystal cords, I am going to bring in, actually, I'm going to move these seashells up a little bit. I'm going to bring in a giant crystal quartz. Oh, just for fun. Oh, heavy guy. And I'm just going to put it on the tray. But here is a crystal quartz surrounded in agate. And by the way, agate is another one that you could work with right now. Agate is a very common, easily found stone. A lot of times you can even find them in like riverbeds or on lake shores, especially up north um, or out west. And agate is grounding. It's very grounding. It's connected to the earth. So here we have our giant crystal quartz and agate, one of my preciouses I'm bringing into our special new um, moon circle tonight in my new space and then you can also have any other crystal quartz as well okay let's move on to smudging or the energy of air now another earth energy any sort of smudging material and this could be dried herbs dried flowers you could have um, some sort of smudging stick like white sage or cedar but I'm using Apollo Santo cone and the reason I'm doing that is because I'm going to use this waterfall incense burner to bring more flow state into our circle tonight so I'm just going to set that Palo Santo on there and actually I'm going to go ahead and light it first it'll take a moment for it to get going anyway so get the smoke going and actually while we're just getting that smoke going we'll go ahead and bring that in or I'm gonna smudge around myself first and then I am gonna bring this up and around to you bringing in that smoke of Palo Santo very cleansing smoke and also I always source all of my Palo Santo ethically, sustainably, getting it from good sources, by the way. And you always want to do that if you're working with some of these um, materials that are coming from places that are sacred, like the rainforest, right? And we're in a state of awakening and more and more people are using smudging materials. And I think that that's wonderful, but we also want to be mindful of where these things are coming from and not be wasteful and not be unethical and um, not be disconnected to the earth in using them because we are trying to connect to that earth energy. Now also I've combined that with the element of fire um, and then bringing in a transformative energy to get this smoke or the energy of air. So I'm just gonna set the cone now on the waterfall incense burner and we're just gonna let that do its thing. I'm wondering if this air blowing might affect it, but I don't know, it tends to pull itself down 
once it gets going. So there is our air element or wind element. And by the way, smudging smoke is very purifying. You know, we're halfway through the year. This is our mid check-in point with this midsummer moon. Capricorn energy related to earth energy also likes to pay attention to cleanliness and tidiness of the earthly things. So it's a good time to purify your spaces with some smudging smoke just to help yourself um, cleanse a little bit more. Do you see how it's starting to pull down now? And it, the air is blowing, but it'll, it'll kick off soon. But this is bringing us into this flow state, right? And I even love this because this is different than the last time I used this in our moon circle. This is almost an as above, so below energy or as within, so without energy, the hermetic principles. And that's something that we really want to apply um, to our life right now. So I love how that's burning both ways. Okay, finally, we're going to bring in the elements of water. Now, I always suggest that you have some sort of water. You really want to drink a lot of water during the full moon. You might want to charge up some moon water right now. So set your water out underneath the moon tonight. If it's raining, set it inside. If you don't want to set it outside, put it in a window in the moonlight. Same effect. It'll still work. Um, if you forget tonight, do it tomorrow or the next day. I charged up some moon water two nights ago. I'm going to charge up some more tonight. Remember that super moon energy tends to last about five days before the peak of the moon um, and after the moon and normal full moons are only about two or three days but you don't have to charge up your moon water on the day of the moon you can always do it a couple of days before or after now I also like to use the power of aromatherapy because it's a great way to connect to the earth energy and water at the same time because oils are steam distilled when they're collected so first off I'm going to suggest that you work with green mandarin again if you're trying to call more abundance into your life or more joy you know any sort of growth or abundance green mandarin is an oil of good fortune and good luck and it can help to enhance um, the energy of creative flow so that you find these ways to bring more prosperity into your life I would also suggest working with eucalyptus and eucalyptus is another one that kind of reminds me of that earth water energy of Capricorn. So eucalyptus is usually collected in like tropical places, right? It's very steamy there. And this also helps to open up our chest. When we have this weight of the world in an earthy moon or that stress of the shoulders or extra heightened prana pulling us up into the tension of our upper body in a super moon, we may need to open up here in the chest so that we can breathe deeper. And so eucalyptus is a great one to work with. You could simply smell this. You could put a couple of drops in your shower as well. Um, maybe do a little foot bath. The smoke is starting to cleanse me. Speaking of <laughs> respiratory, the smoke just like, whoo, it shifted. See how it's flowing down now, by the way. So cool. So yeah, you can work with eucalyptus right now. Fresh eucalyptus would be great too, or put that in the shower and have a good steam right now. And then if you um, use doTERRA oils like I do, I do suggest using a little bit of On Guard right now. And there's this great On Guard spray. I'm actually going to spray some of that just to kind of dilute the air here. And uh, 
It's a protective blend of wild orange, cinnamon, clove, eucalyptus, and rosemary. So you can make your own protective blend as well. But this is great for <clears throat> protecting your energy and also helping you to kind of seal your aura up a little bit right now. You know, Capricorn energy is all about organization and structure and kind of feeling whole and complete. So right now, if you're feeling a little off kilter or feeling like something's missing right now or you're feeling not quite like yourself, maybe you want to bring some on guard into your life to help seal up your energy. Capricorn energy is also very stubborn. You know, think about that mountain goat that kind of puts its head down and fights with the other mountain goat and stands its ground. So anytime that you need to stand your ground and take guard and kind of protect yourself in a bit of a defensive mode, on guard is great for that as well, or that protective blend of oils is great to use as well. So if you're needing to set some boundaries right now with this full moon, needing to release um, kind of how you're feeling about making a change on something, you might want to bring in that on guard blend. Okay, so we have our five elements because the fifth element I already mentioned, it's the ether. It's how I'm connecting to you here through the internet withstanding space and time. So even if people connect to the replay later on, they're going to still feel the energy of these elements and of this circle, which is kind of the magical part of the ether. And the more people that connect, the more the energy grows as well, which is really cool. Okay, no more comments right now. So I'm gonna grab a drink of water. I invite you to do the same. We are going to let our incense burner continue to burn. It's about a third of the way done right now. And I'm gonna continue talking to you about the moon. So Capricorn energy, we've talked a little bit about it. It's the sign of the sea goat. It's an earth sign. It's also known as the mermaid or the merman. It's a muddy energy because we have this earth and water coming in. And you can think about like the dry land in the middle of the sea because we are in cancer season, right? We're in this cancer season. The sign of the crab, the sign of the ocean, the sign of stormy oceanic times. And then we have Capricorn coming in to kind of air us out or help us find more dry land. Maybe discover new land as well. Obviously, this is metaphorical. Because we're in this muddy energy, we might feel stuck emotionally ourselves. So energetically, how are you feeling right now? Do you feel like you're in a flow state? Do you feel creative? Do you feel happy? Do you feel worthy? Do you feel passionate? Or do you feel blocked? Do you feel limited? Do you feel guarded or jaded or maybe just frustrated? Maybe you're in a mental fog, you know? Maybe you're just emotionally stuck and you need some things to come out. You need to feel about some things, but you don't quite know how to process. That's all normal during Capricorn energy. Now, Capricorns are about structure, organization, control, ruling, power, and full moons are about release. So we've got to release a little bit of that stuff if we're feeling really rigid right now. You know, are you feeling 
too stuck in your ways? Are you feeling stubborn? Are you feeling a little too earthy, too obsessed with your earthy things or dealing with your earthy things? You know, how do you find more fluidity? How do you find more water to dilute some of that mud and make things move a little easier? The smoke is shifting and now it's just going directly up, just right in between us. So when you smudge, by the way, it can be really interesting just to watch the pattern of the smoke. It's flowing all the way down now, which is kind of cool. I'm just going to pull it back a little bit so you can see that. The flow state, right? So we've taken this very earthy material thing and we've moved it into a flow state using the power of fire, determination, persistence, a little bit of hope and faith and belief as the loud truck goes by with a little amen, right? We've got to have a catalyst to move forward. How do we find flow state when we're feeling stuck? Well, we find fire. Maybe that's fire of joy. Maybe that's fire of frustration or anger that moves you to want to make change. Maybe that's a fire or drive to just want to be a different person or want to have a different life. Want to have a different number in your bank account. You might be feeling that with this Capricorn moon. But find a fire to spark that light that you need to shine a path forward so that you can take that first step and then take another and take another and take another. Pretty soon, you know, you're crawling out of the mucky sand and you're on dry land for good. And you're feeling more stable and you're feeling more direct about where your energy goes. Okay, let's also talk a little bit about the eastern side of the world and their perspective on this moon. And I always like to bring in the Vedic astrology because it relates to what we're feeling on the western side. And I do think a lot of times western astrology probably took pieces of eastern astrology and kind of like interwove it into like their own thing. When I was in India four and a half years ago, I came across Vedic astrology for one of the first times and got very interested in it and decided from then on I was going to start learning about that with the new moon and the full moon and when I tune in. So I'm no expert, but I always like to share this energy. On the eastern side of the world, this moon is in Uttara Ashara Nakshatra. Uttara Ashara Nakshatra. And it's ruled by what we call the Vishvadevas. And Uttara Shada Nakshatra is a lunar mansion known as the Universal Star. And the Vishvadevas are kind of these gods of Dharma or justice or universal truths. And they're ruling the energy of this moon right now. So this is very much a time to have that check in with your own reality, just like Capricorn asks you to do. Be a realist about where you are right now. You know, are you able to move forward? What's, what's causing your self-sabotage? <laughs> I said it, yourself. It's never an outer thing. It's all about how we respond, right? But sometimes we need to go through these challenges and these frustrations and these roadblocks and these other experiences that bring us down so that we can find deep wisdom to not go through that same experience again. So the Vishvadevas 
are kind of like gurus to the gods. And they teach us big life lessons to help us move forward and not make the same mistakes again so that we evolutionary, evolutionarily grow. This is also Guru Purnima, which is the moon that celebrates our gurus and our teachers and the people that have brought more light to our life. Guru means dispeller of darkness. And this is a great time to honor, you know, the people in our life that have really taught us things. So I meant to bring them over here. Um, you know what? I'll just go grab them real quick. They're right here. Bear with me. I'm right here. I'm in my office still. I just want to grab these two books. So your guru can be somebody that you've personally worked with, like a teacher, or it could be somebody that just spiritually came your way. So for me, one of the very um, first books that came my way that really changed my life and spiritually put me on the path where I am today is The Secret. The Secret. And within it are so many gurus. But one specifically is Bob Proctor. And maybe you've heard of Bob Proctor or not. He actually recently passed, but he's one of my gurus. I have personally worked with him. He probably didn't remember my name, but I went to several of his personal private trainings when I worked on an MLM team with his wife. And I learned so much from him. And so I would consider him a guru. So I would take this book and I'm going to place this on my altar tonight just to honor Bob and what he's taught me. There's also a little bookmark in there that has a quote from him. Actually, here's another one here because I have the bookmarks everywhere. It says, working is the very worst way to earn a lot of money. <laughs> working is the very worst way to earn a lot of money. You got to find your joy. You got to find your passion. You got to find that sacral chakra, water flow state, and lean into it. Um, it's interesting that that quote pops up out of this book um, under Capricorn Moon because Capricorn energy, you know, Capricorns are hard workers. They have a stubborn quality to them, and that's why they are typically in positions of power or roles where they own their own business or they're the boss because. They put their head down and they do the work and they get the job done and they don't quit until they get to the top of the mountain. Think about those mountain goats that fight and the ground is like crumbling. They're on like the tiniest little ground and they still just like hop up and around and keep moving. And sometimes they fight all the way to the top of the mountain and eventually one of them wins, right? And stands the higher ground. So, you know, working hard and working diligently is a good thing at times. The Capricorn season falls at the beginning of the year, January 1st. It falls around that time of year. That's the time you do want to put your head down and do some hard work to prepare for the next year, right? We're in the full moon of Capricorn, which is about release, which is about releasing that concept of working hard in order to make money, maybe trading time for money. You know, that's where I kind of learned to get rid of that concept with MLMs. But, you know, I follow my passion now. I do what I want. I live the spiritual life where I just like leave moon circles because I jam with the moon. And these are things that I get paid for now and get supported for financially. And I feel so abundant. I don't feel like it's work at all because there's so much joy in it. So just a little word of advice from our 
guru Bob Proctor. Thanks, Bob. But also I wanted to share that this is Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, Living the Wisdom of the Tao by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I've never met Dr. Wayne Dyer. I never went to one of his um, talks or appearances or events, and I would have loved to, but he passed away before I was able to do that. But I did tune into a lot of his talks online and his movies, and I read some of his books. But this one in particular really helped me heal my grief. Uh, from losing my father to suicide helped me to find more spiritual openness and um, kind of put me on the path where I am today. So this is another one that's going to go on my altar um, tonight just to honor Dr. Dyer and what he's um, brought me on my own journey. Now also, you can honor your teacher. So I have several living teachers. One of them is um, Ganga or Kim, I don't know if she'll be on this transmission or not, but she's up in Canada and she was um, one of the first women to invite me to um, really find my yogic path and she invited me to her yoga teacher training after I taught Pio in her little home studio for a little bit. Um, and then also when I accepted to go to that training and I went to that training, I had another teacher, her name um, is Kate. Tao, and she's in Seattle, and Kate is also an Ayurvedic practitioner in addition to a yogi practitioner, and I learned so much from her, and still do as I subscribe to her emails, and I also still stay in contact with Ganga through social media. I also have a beautiful soul sister that I've connected to here locally in Des Moines, Iowa. Her name is Sandy Hoover, and she might end up on this transmission or tuning into the replay, but she is such a blessed light to have come into my life. She was um, not only somebody that certified me in many of my um, women's-based yogic teaching practices, prenatal, postnatal, baby yoga, taught me things about core and pelvic floor rehab. She's also my Reiki master, and I hold her in a lot of light because I went through three other masters before I found her and knew that she was the right fit for me. And I was able to connect to her recently after not being able to see her for several years because of COVID and everything else. And I had a baby as well shortly before COVID, and yeah, it felt so good to connect with her, and I just, I honor her energy as well because she is a um, light, <laughs> she's definitely a light um, and has been a light in dark times with me, and also just uh, another woman I want to honor is a, a person who I consider my person, a shaman of mine, um, and her name is Pamela, and she is in the Ozarks, and it's funny because she texted me today <laughs> about energy, checking in with me kind of seeing if I was going through some craziness too, because there's some crazy energy right now. Um, but I really honor her because she's helped me to also kind of dispel a lot of darkness during dark times that I was going through during pregnancy loss and um, just soul searching and things as well. She's been like a a, a great guru grandma to me. And um, I really look forward to seeing her uh, hopefully next week. So yeah, just taking some time in this moon circle to honor my own teachers. But now you know some of the gurus that have come along my own way and put me where I am today and also I just want to say that aspects of nature can also be gurus and I certainly do honor the moon tonight in her fullest in her closest proximity to the earth in her most potent power as she is in cancer season which is ruled by the moon you can just really feel that lunar energy tonight and that's why I hold space in this Beautiful new space that I've prepared tonight to honor her um, with all of these elements in front of us and just kind of creating a different sacred circle for us to tune into the lunar energy. So 
yes, bringing in the energy of the gurus tonight into our circle. I want to do a short prayer, and usually I do this at the beginning of our moon circle, but really I just want to kind of bring it in now to bring in energy of the gurus um, to be with us, and I'm not going to release them from our circle tonight, and you certainly can release them after this transmission if you need to, but I'm going to keep these um, guides and guardians of the five directions or the guides, guardians, and gurus of the five directions I'd like to keep them with us and with our energy until we meet up again with the new moon in Leo, and then I'll release them then. Um, but in your own personal ritual, if you want to release, go ahead. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and invoke in this prayer, and you can always join me or just listen in. I'd like to bring in those gurus of the five directions now. As our incense has finally burned out and the smoke has cleared, I call in the guides, guardians, and gurus of the element of air and the direction of the east. Knowing that we're bringing in fresh breaths, purified air now to help us to breathe more clearly and breathe more deeply down into our bodies. Also honoring that energy of the cleansing, smudging smoke to purify our spaces so that we're in more of a flow state with our energy as we move forward through the rest of this lunar cycle and the rest of this year. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, that element of transformation that is so strong right now with the super noon, knowing that we are strongly reflecting back the energy of the sun and its prana life force energy right now. And that might be really igniting us. It might be really setting us on fire with maybe an anger or a frustration. But we also know that we can change that fire. We can contain the flames. We can start to you know, control the burn and let it direct in the direction that we need to for true change for true change so that we're no longer fired up in this way, that we're fired up with joy and excitement and ambition instead of the frustrations and the anger and everything else. We really thank the fire for being here. We know that we need it right now to light that spark in the middle of summer to help us carry on through. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, transformative energy during this Cancerian sun season, and also a little bit of that water energy spilling over into the Capricorn moon, the sign of the sea goat, the sign of the mermaid or the merman. We also know that we need more water to dilute that mud. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the water element and the West for helping us to be more fluid. You know, the sun sets in the west, reminding us that another day will come, but this day is done, and we must be fluid, and we must let it go. So as we meet halfway through this lunar cycle and halfway through this year, we let go of anything that's in the past that's making us feel more stuck or pulled down in an unnecessary way, and we invite in the flow of time also symbolized by water as we continue to move forward into the next step in our evolution. 
We also invite in the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth. So many magical earth elements we've brought into our circle tonight. And we really thank our earthly human bodies for what they have to offer us in this earthly human experience. And you know all of the life lessons that come our way with the karma and the dharma and the recycling of energy and the what goes around comes around. You know, as within, so without. As above, so below. We're starting to realize that connection. And we start to, you know, realize that our ancestors might have had mistakes happen in their lives, but they also taught us deep wisdom so that the generations ahead of us will have a better life because of the work that we do here in our human life and our human experience on this human planet to make true change for the greater good. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element the ether, the spirit realm, the Akash, all that ever was, all that ever will be, those Vishvadevas and the wisdom they have to offer, gurus to the gods, and any other source consciousness that we need to receive right now. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element for protecting us and for shining deep wisdom down upon us now with this Capricornian full super moon. Hmm. So let those guides and guardians be with you for the next few weeks if you need to, or release them if you feel the need as well. I will keep them here with us in our circle until we meet again. I also want to mention that in the East, that this moon is ruled by Ganesha. Lord Ganesh, the Hindu elephant deity, that is the remover of obstacles. And Ganesha is very much related to helping us to shift and transform. And sometimes he swings his trunk to help like brush things out of the way or move things out of the way of our path. Other times he stands in our path and he doesn't budge and he makes us take a different direction. So we can call on the energy of Ganesh or Ganesha to help us get rid of this muddy, mucky, stuck, blocked energy that we might feel right now in a Capricorn moon, or we might feel halfway through the year. And, you know, it's important to make sure that we stay in that flow state no matter how stuck we feel. And I find that chanting is one of the easiest ways to do that because we don't have to really move our body. We don't have to do a lot else except move our mouth, which usually our earthly human bodies are really good at doing. So with that, that's actually going to be our spiritual practice tonight. We're going to do a little Ganesha chant just to help honor this Ganesha energy, help us remove any blocks, um, obstacles that are blocking our path. And also, you know, this is a metaphor. We're, we're cultivating our own elephant power. We're asking ourselves if we need to get a little real, right? That Capricornian realist energy. Do we need to get a little real and stand in our own way to make change? You know, Danielle, do you need to get real and make sure you really stand in your way so that you don't break that like 20 year um, chain of not smoking, right? You know, we've got to make sure that we're doing the things we need to do to stay on our true path. And maybe we do need to brush an obstacle out of our way as well. Maybe it's a person, it's a place, it's a thing, but it's something that's 
taking away our energy and taking away our power and taking away our control and it's keeping us out of that flow state that we know that we can have. You know, your water energy is connected to your sacral chakra, your second energy center. And this is the energy center where we relate to everyone else outside of our family or our tribe. So if we have any sort of relationships right now that are taking advantage of our energy, are blocking our creative flow state, or just like our ability to go with the flow and be less stressed, it is time to kind of release that or take a different direction with that relationship so it's not standing in your way anymore. So with that, we are going to chant the Ganesha chant, and it starts with OM, which we should all be familiar with, but O-M, OM, or A-U-M, Gum, G-U-M, Ganapataye, Gana, G-A-N-A, Pata, P-A-T-A, Yay, Y-E, Ganapataye, Namaha, N-A-M-A-H-A, Om, Gum, Ganapataye, Namaha. So I'm going to start super slow with it. You can join in and then we'll speed it up, okay? And as you do this, I want you to really think about kind of using that power brushing with the elephant trunk or standing in your way and standing strong and being stubborn. Whether you're looking at elephant or goat energy, there's stubborn energy in the air, so utilize it for your benefit, right? So whenever you're ready, wherever you are, om, gum, gana, pata, yay. Namaha, om, gum, gana, pata, ye, namaha, om, gum, gana, pata, ye, namaha, om, gum, gana, pata, ye, namaha, speed it up, om, gum, gana, pata, ye, Namaha, find a rhythm, om, gum, gana, pata, ye, namaha, 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 keep going. This is like the feet of the elephant. Om gam gana pata ye namaha. Om gam gana pata ye namaha. Pounding root chakra, getting energy into the earth. Om gam gana pata ye namaha. Root chakra is responsible for eliminating release with this Ganesha full moon. Om gam ganapata ye namaha. One more. Om gam ganapata ye namaha. Deep breath overhead if you can. Open mouth, exhale. Shake it all out. Let it go. So maybe you felt some energetic flow. By the way, you could always stomp that out to a rhythm. I really like to stomp it. I wanted to get a YouTube practice out. It just didn't happen. But 
Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha. You can pound with your hands. You could drum. You could stomp with your feet. All of that brings in root chakra energy. Root chakra energy helps us to get unstuck. It helps to move things into the earth. It helps us to release. You know, right now we're in heightened prana. So we need to connect to apana energy, energy of the exhale. And we can do that with that chant, bringing in a little bit of stomping or drumming or pounding along the way. How are you feeling? Hopefully this is serving you. I'd like to take a quick drink and then I want to bring in the tarot reading, the tarot cards that I pulled for this full moon in Capricorn and Uttara Ashada Nakshatra. I always like to bring in the tarot just because it brings in a different message, a different energy, a little bit different than the astrology, the astrological view of things. So before I talk about these cards, I always do a little prayer, a thanks. I'm going to do that now. Just taking a deep breath here. I just want to take a moment to thank the energy of the cards and what messages they have to offer us. You know, the cards can be a guru as well. Into this guru, Purnima Moon. So we allow the cards now to provide us with whatever wisdom and message that we need to receive. I always pull a card for past, present, and future. And funny, despite shuffling, 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 I pull the Wheel of Fortune again for the third moon circle in a row. <laughs> and also this time around, all three cards were in protection mode. They were in reverse. And the cards after that were upright. So I knew it, was, it wasn't a mistake. It was supposed to be that way. But they were pulled in reverse. So when I see that, when all three cards are pulled in the reading as the reverse, I see it as kind of a message of protection to slow down, to pay attention, to have more awareness, to take caution. So I give you that message now overall before we even look at the cards to be mindful in this super moon where you might be a little irrational or pulled up in your mind just to slow down, pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to your energetic exchanges and the energy around you. Pay attention to your actions, your behavior, your reactions. It's time to take caution so that we don't have to deal with any repercussions on the other side. With that being said, let's talk about temperance. Being in reverse. Temperance. So temperance is the angel of time. She's got one foot in the river. She's pouring from two cups. And she's symbolized by the number 14, which is a master number five. One plus four is five. Five months left in this year. Okay. And she reminds us to slow down and pay attention to that. Right? She's in protection mode. Things might be a little upside down right now. If your life is feeling off, if you're feeling off, things are off. And energetically, you need to rebalance. You need to realign. And you need to figure out what's going on so that you find more flow state all the way through. Right? <clears throat> As I clear my throat. 
when we pull the temperance card in reverse, we are shining light on things of the past that we are connected to in an unhealthy way. So we're letting our stories play into the victim side of our ego, which thrives on looping that same disaster over and over and over again. I still play out mistakes in my mind, not, not, I I still play out in my mind, like big mistakes I made in my past long before I ever awakened spiritually. I think about one particular thing that maybe one day I'll write about or talk about or whatever, but I just can't even talk about it yet. I am so shamed. I'm going to label it. I'm so shamed of my behavior from a time in my past that I still can't talk about it, but it still comes up in my mind. And even though I would never behave like that now, and I just embrace that as a learning point, I still have those feelings about it, right? And that's a perfect example of the temperance card in reverse. So do you have a past experience or a past behavior or past reaction You know, you can't change the past. You can't do anything about it. But are you energetically attached to it in an unhealthy way? You know, shame is a very low frequency. Shame, regret, jealousy, remorse, low frequencies, right? So if you're feeling that right now, it's time to change the way you feel about it. I think that I will probably write about it. Maybe I'll talk about it out loud on a recording. I don't know how to get it unstuck. But we have to find ways to get these things unstuck that we're feeling about our past that aren't healthy anymore. We're always going to have it. We're always going to have a memory of it. How can we change the way we feel about it? Remember that this moon is ruled by the Vishvadevas, these gurus to the gods that bring in life lessons, dharma. You know, where is our path headed based on our past? behaviors, experiences, etc. So slow down, take caution, take note of what's coming up or what has been coming up over and over and change the way you feel about it for good so it doesn't keep coming again and again. All right, moving on to the present. I pulled the Ace of Cups in reverse. Now, anytime we pull the Ace of Cups upright, it's usually good stuff. Creative flow, you know, fertility, birth of a child, good stuff. When we pull the Ace of Cups in reverse, we pull challenging times around fertility, pregnancy, birth, maybe fear as well, lower frequency emotions because the cup is upside down. Anytime we have cups, this is a symbol of water, right? Water is a symbol of our emotions. This is also a symbol of the womb itself or second chakra. So Roe versus Wade, I think that's definitely one of the things that's coming up that this card is just like shining light on. And this isn't a time to get political, but however you feel about it, let it fuel you, right? To make change for however you want the change to be. I do also think that having the Ace of Cups upside down reminds us to get our emotions unstuck. Pour out the cup. Empty your feelings out 
instead of keeping them there all contained where they're not serving you, right? Where you're stuck in the flow and can't move down anymore into that root chakra. So I mentioned that I feel shameful about this thing in my past. You know, Capricorn energy, this muddy energy of the Capricorn full moon, remember this is the present card. Capricorn has a muddy energy and that tends to lock up our emotions as well. And we have a hard time expressing our feelings. Capricorns aren't very good at expressing their feelings. They're very realist. It is what it is. That's the world, blah. But they do have deep feelings inside and sometimes they do come up from being bottled up so strongly. Label your feelings right now. Find words to describe your emotions and find a range of words, a vocabulary of words around your emotions. The more we learn to label how we feel, fun fact, I just learned this on a podcast, energetically in our body or like chemically in our body, we only see an emotion or a feeling rise up for about 30 to 90 seconds. It's only present in our body chemically about 30 to 90 seconds. Lord, do we feel it forever, (laughs) right? We feel those emotions long after. It's important to name how you feel so that you understand more about your reaction to the process, right? Because how you feel about something is always completely up to you. And you can feel multiple things about a situation at the same time, or you can feel different emotions about a thing in different times, right? So just label your emotions in the time that you're feeling them in the here and now to move this stuck energy out, kind of dump out your sacral chakra. And this is going to create more space in the future for that open womb of creative flow a safe space to create life if that's what you're trying to create. But anything that you want to birth into this world, if you want to bring it in, you've got to move any stuck emotions out so that creative energy is moving through. Finally, for our future card, I pulled, I always say it, Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) And this time, reversed. I mean, I shuffle the cards many, many times in between the moons. I do readings for other people and for myself where I shuffle the cards. Yet again, we pull the Wheel of Fortune for the third time in a row. Well, we got to think about power and control. Anytime the Wheel of Fortune is upright, it's like, hey, Things are going to come your way. You're kind of in control of it. It's based on past life karma. So how you move forward or how you want to move forward is your choice. Do you want to learn the same lesson or learn a new one? When it's reversed, it's like divine intervention. It's almost like the tower. They're very similar cards. And in the tarot, the Wheel of Fortune is halfway through the major arcana. So it's interesting that we're halfway through the lunar cycle and we're halfway through the year and the Wheel of Fortune comes upside down to say, hey, things are going to happen. They're going to be out of your control or they're going to feel like they're out of your control. Like this dog barking outside across the street from me is out of my control right now. However, you must be patient 
because challenging times will not last forever. Frustrating times will not last forever. You know, the wheel will turn, the sun will set and rise again. But maybe it doesn't happen immediately. Maybe it happens later on. But one thing that we can do is we can pause. We can take a deep breath. And we can feel out how we're responding. I could get so mad about that dog right now, but I don't even care. Because I'm here in my new little space, grounded in with all this wood, tuning in with all of y'all, enjoying what I do best underneath the moon. All's well. It'll go away. It's not going to bark forever. So things are going to come your way. The cards are warning you now. Remember, this is protection message. Slow down. Take caution. Be aware of what's coming up. And be aware of how you react to it. So it doesn't become a dharmic or karmic lesson in the future. We want things to just keep on rolling. Wheels keep on rolling. That's what we want. Energy keep on turning, right? Towards good fortune things. This is the Wheel of Fortune. We're in Capricorn Energy, which deals with money and abundance and fortune. We're working with Pyrite tonight. Abundance, fortune, okay? No matter where you are, you are always abundant. It's all about your perspective. Start to get a little bit stubborn about a positive point of view. No, it's not easy, especially right now. Can you get really persistent about it? And persistence is kind of like the word of this moon. Persistence. Put your head down like the mountain goat. Power through. Stand your ground. Hold your guard when you need to. This is also the buck moon. Indigenously, this is when you see the bucks, the young bucks starting to fight a lot. Kind of like the mountain goats, right? Similar energy. So, you know, you might need to get a little stubborn right now, either with yourself or with others, or you might need to back off. Where do you need to be more fluid and less rigid? Where do you need to let things roll off your shoulders instead of getting so triggered and reactive and wanting to fight and wanting to ram and wanting to put your head down? You know, can you get out of your own way? Can you change? how you respond and how you act and how you behave. That's what this moon is all about. And how we react and respond and behave will affect the next six months until we reach Capricorn season. <laughs> Yay. We've got six months to do the hard work. Remember, Capricorns are hard workers. It's not about the external work right now. It's about doing the hard work on ourselves. So do the hard work on yourselves that you need to. To make that change, to bring yourself more joy. Joy is a, you know, other sign of abundance, not just money, solar plexus. So to move up into that solar plexus, that fire, we've got to find more joy. That is all I have for you tonight. I hear that my son just got home from Grandma and Pop Pops anyway, so probably a good time to start wrapping things up. As I said, I'm not going to release the Guides and Guardians tonight. We'll do a little breath work just before we end, but I just want to make sure that 
We don't have any questions, comments, anything else that you want to put in the chat. Put it in there now if you want me to address it. Otherwise, we will be done shortly. While we're waiting on those questions or comments to come through, I will remind you that we will meet next time for the new moon in Leo, and that's going to be July 28th. So that's going to be a Thursday, July 28th, also on the Vina Linnae Facebook page at 8 p.m. Central Time. Fingers crossed. I can stream on Instagram at the same time. My next goal, speaking of setting goals and preparing and moving blockages out of the way, I have a big blockage of not being able to tune into more platforms when I want to with my work. So I am going to figure out a way, whether it's a webcam or otherwise, to start streaming on both Facebook and Instagram at the same time for my moon circles. So hopefully, we'll be on Instagram as well. But no promises, but you can definitely catch me on Facebook. And as always, you can always catch the replays um, on the Follow Your Path podcast, just search for Vina Linne or Follow Your Path. Helps if you search for Vina Linne first on Google, Apple, or Spotify. You can also go to vinalinne.com and click on Moon Musings or Tarot Readings, and you will find um, the video replays of these, usually within a good 12 hours um, or less from the live transmission. And all of my content has now moved on YouTube. So if you subscribe to me on YouTube on the Vina Lene channel, you will wanna head over to Mother Moon Yoga. You'll wanna go over there and subscribe because that's where I will be putting all of my content moving forward um, in the energy of Capricorn full moon, me being a Capricorn moon, I'm getting more practical about my work, getting more structured and organized with my work so I don't have to scatter myself in so many places. And one of the ways I'm doing that is consolidating my YouTube. So subscribe to the Mother Moon Yoga YouTube channel if you haven't so you get all of my notifications. I am going to start powering through and putting new content up starting next week. So Moon Circle will be available by tonight or tomorrow as well, and then new content next week if you want to tune in. But otherwise, I will see you live July 28th, Thursday, on the Vina Linne Facebook page at 8 p.m. Central Time. Amy said, great Moon Circle, thanks. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thank you everyone that's tuning in live, and thank you to everyone that's tuning in to the replay as well. I'm sending you so many blessings underneath this full super moon. May it shine light on where you need to pay attention, both in your life and in your work and on your dharmic path, your spiritual work, and also on yourself. And with that, until we meet again, may we all be happy and find that abundance of joy. May we all be healthy. May we all know peace and balance and harmony and may we all feel loved and so it is and so it is and so it is deep breath in deep breath out let's grab two more inhale exhale one more so it is and so it is and so it is Namaste. I hope today's message served you. 
If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.